No one else can do it, those things that you do. No one else has witnessed life through your eyes. No one else can tell the story of you quite like you, the one who's lived it. There is much more of the story to tell, so go, go and be you as you write it. Alright, hello. Welcome to Yelling at Birds. Alright, hello. Alright, hello. I don't know why. I usually do that whenever I start to start to talk to somebody. It's like a little prep. Like, alright, this is what I want to say. I remember I used to serve tables and that was, if I was walking up to a table, I had to almost say that every time. Um, welcome to Yelling at Birds. Matt here. It is a sunny Wednesday in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Sunny Wednesday. I don't know if we're in double digits though, so being inside is super nice. I like that. Uh, was planning on having just kind of a quick one. I know I've been a little behind in videos, or at least I feel like I have videos and new episodes. So what I've been doing the last couple of weeks, I am coming up on, um, so I'm, as part of my, I think I've went over this a few times, but I'll just go do it again. Um, as part of uh, my current situation, I'm coming into the last few months of um, a recovery program through the justice support system in La Crosse here. And part of that is getting up to uh, 100 hours in uh, meetings, groups, therapy, uh, counselor sessions, uh, things like that. So I've admittedly slacked off a little bit uh, early on because obviously I'm a procrastinator. Pro, procra I, I like to procrastinate. Um, so I kind of put it off to the end and I'm, I mean, I'm, it's within reach, but I just want to uh, make sure I'm not in the last couple of weeks, like scrambling to get hours. So um, I go to smart recovery meetings Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights. Um, a part of how that is for me, and that's, I really enjoy those meetings. I love going to them. Um, but another part of my personality, I feel that I'm trying to kind of work on a little bit is being kind of uh, being more introverted. So, you know, Mondays I'm working all day, and then I go to a meeting, then I'm home, and then, you know, Tuesdays, I'm working pretty late. Wednesdays, I have the day off so I can kind of run my errands, um, go to any other meetings I might have for um, meeting a caseworker, meeting a probation officer, anything like that. And then grocery shop, haircut. Uh, it's also, so my hair, it's, Wednesday's also a non-shower day because it's like, man, I'm not going to work, whatever. Um, so then go to a meeting. Thursday, work, Friday, work, meeting, and then weekend and, and things. So when I do that, I I don't know if it's an excuse or not, but when I do that, I'm kind of with groups, with people, with groups of people constantly all week long. And for myself, I've noticed that um, when I do that, it's when I get home, it's tough to get into the mode of, of a meeting it, or of recording a recording an episode recording a video um 
but that's something I need to work. I want to get better at just because fresh from a meeting, you kind of take something um, from each one. And that's especially when I don't feel like doing it and maybe I'm drained and tired and I just want to go to bed and, or zone out in front of the TV or something like that before I go to bed and get ready for the next day. That's really what I should be doing these and um, not doing them causes me a little more stress because I know I'd like to keep up pace because every week there's more views, more listeners, more people reaching out to me, which I really appreciate. And I don't want to lose that um, because every week it feels like even though it's just me sitting here talking about whatever, um, what I, whatever I'm going through, there's more people that are um, kind of relating to things or they know somebody that's relating to something. And that kind of speaks to, I know I've talked about connection before, and um, I know I've talked about it before. I've had an episode on connection. Um, it was a pretty quick one, which this will probably be a quick one too. I didn't really script anything out. As you can maybe tell, there there will be a few more uns, uhs and buts and uhs um, and ums. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about it again because that is a big part of um, even if you've, you know, maybe not been involved in a situation where you've gotten in trouble with the law or, you know, kind of like an out of, an out of the quote unquote norm situation um, where there's a smaller group of people that have dealt with what you've dealt with. Um, even if you haven't um, had to deal with any of that stuff, um, addiction, uh, troubles with the law, uh, great loss, Um, childhood trauma, anything like that, connection's still a vital part of our life. It really is. And that's coming from somebody that I would like my... Um, that's coming from me where it used to be my uh, fantasy to just like live in a live in a little ca cabin in the woods somewhere or up in a mountain somewhere where I could just be there with my books and internet and I could learn, I could maybe play video games, whatever, write, read, and every once in a while someone would come by. That's coming for me. And I know um, one thing that I gained in this entire um, process is when I started out, I was basically confined to, luckily enough, I didn't you know, have to spend time in, in jail or prison but I was confined between my apartment and work. So there was nothing. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my jam anyway. But what I realized is um, as an introvert, I can tell when my, my social kind of tank is running empty and I need to go home and recharge. And it used to be where I would feel that it was like a one for one thing. I spent an hour out with people. I needed like an hour to or I wanted, I didn't need, I wanted an hour just to like decompress and be by myself. Um, but what I've noticed through this, and I feel like I'm talking really fast, sorry. What I've noticed through this whole thing is that it's your, at least my, um, my social tank of energy, it's like a muscle like anything else. And 
I didn't notice when I was forced to just be, you know, go to work, come home, and then that's it. So I'm home now, and I'm there's no go leaving, there's no anything else. I'm just home. I did notice that I started to notice the the connection tank, and I could feel when that was running low, and I felt when there was the days where I would leave and excuse me, go back to work, or there, I, I would get a certain time to run my errands uh, that I could feel when I was around people, even if I wasn't directly interacting with them, I was just kind of people are around, I could feel that that tank start to fill up again. So uh, one big thing for myself and my energy level that I noticed through this whole thing was that the connection, I mean, connection to other people, it's, it's vital, it's necessary. And not just, uh, hi, hello, let's talk about the weather for a couple of minutes and then that's it. That's nice too. That's like, but it's like anything else. A shallow connection is like a shallow pleasure. A shallow connection, like having thousands of people that you barely talk to or thousands of people that wouldn't necessarily support you in all of your cho in your choices or not maybe not support you but just support you in general as a human being or um, having a ton of friends that would just be quote-unquote drinking buddies or shopping buddies or whatever um, that's almost the same as having it's almost the same as as it was for me having uh, addictive tendencies towards alcohol or anything else it's you know, they're shallow pleasures. There's not, not really, you're not really building anything. You're just escaping from whatever you're escaping from, whatever you happen to be escaping from. Um, and real connection, it's the, that solid group of people that, that will tell you when you're straying off track, that will support you when you're hurt and down and be there for you. They're not going to support your decisions. They're not going to support everything you do because that would just be a yes man. You need you need people that around you that you can trust, that you really trust their judgment, and they really have your your best interest in mind. And they're not going to just lay down for you and support every damaging thing you decide to do. So I noticed that. And regardless of whether you find yourself in a situation like me or one that's completely unique to you, everybody needs, everybody needs some sort of connection, somebody that they can relate to, that you can kind of lay, um, express yourself to be vulnerable around without fear of unnecessary judgment. And that's kind of, that's what I know there's negative connotations or negative talk around people wanting to have a safe space but that's bullshit because that's everybody needs that uh, every and everybody has that even if you're you know if you feel like i don't need a safe space but then you go down to the bar where everybody agrees with you that's your safe space um, everybody needs to you know be heard feel heard and it makes it so much better when you are heard and you interact with and you connect with other human beings. And uh, one point, I mean, why this, why I'm talking about this again is it was brought up in another meeting. And it's kind of a, a point that keeps on getting hammered, hammered home because it's important. And I feel that 
and I agree with the sen- sentiment of it, is one dangerous part about recovery is how we naturally are as human beings. Um, how nature, I mean, how nature works. Everything, everything seeks, you know, everything flows towards the path of least resistance. And one of those paths for recovery is using meetings as a crutch, um, as the only crutch, like using the meeting that should just be like a, maybe, maybe it should just be a crutch, but it's not the cure. It's just something to help you along the way as you get better. Um, using that as the only method and you, and we see that where people will just feel like they're making progress because they just go to a meeting and that's it. Um, but why that point keeps getting hammered home is it's vitally important to do that. It helps go to meetings or, you know, seek counsel of, you know, go to a counselor, go to a therapist, um, anything like that. And I think anybody should do that. You know, it's nice to have someone to talk to that's not that you, you know, that's not family and friends that's just kind of completely on the outside that's not really invested in um that obviously doesn't want to see you fail but they're not really there to judge you they're just there to let you let you let you vent um so you absolutely should use you know meetings should be phase one but it's also in addition to that um also in addition to in addition to that it's vitally important to connect to somebody while you're going through recovery and just in general in life because you can go to all the meetings if let's say I'm just use alcohol for example I don't drink anymore and if the only thing I did with my life is remove alcohol and that's it and everything else stayed the same yeah that's that's good it's good for my health it's good for my situation but I haven't really improved anything and that's is one interesting thing that I've noticed is the last few few times I've been through this, I'm getting sidetracked. The last few times I've been through this, um, I tried to do it on my own pretty much. You know, I had help. Uh, friends were aware. You know, I there's people that would give me rides, uh, be there for me, listen to me. But as far as the whole um, recovery process in the past, I would just 90% of it was just on my own. And it was literally just going to meetings, getting my hours in when I'm done, I'm done. And I'll just do better next time. Um, obviously that didn't work because I wasn't making those connections. I wasn't really, I wasn't changing anything other than removing a component from my life. Um, and what I've noticed is the same feelings and the same stresses and the same everything are still there. I'm the same person I was now than I was like when I was drinking. Um, I'm the same person. The only thing I took away was the, um, sorry, excuse me. The only, the only thing I took away was that, that option of, this quick fix to escape and getting drunk, getting, getting blackout and forgetting about it. And then repeating, repeating that the next day and the next day and the next day. So those same feelings of, and whatever reason I was felt like I needed that escape 
that still exists. And if the only thing you're doing is eliminating that one thing that you're that you use as an escape, if you shop too much, if you eat too much or you know whatever it was that you used as a quick fix to um, kind of settle however settle whatever uneasiness you had um, if that's phase one and then phase two is you need to you need to have that connection to someone else so someone can be there to help you kind of repair um, and d improve that situation that look at that reason why you felt the need to the need to escape and um find a path that's maybe not the path of least resistance but a path that will be better for you and more healthy for you in the long run and it's tough to do that when you're not making a connection with someone else or you have no one around you to connect with because you're just gonna it's just you i'm not drinking now and you're kind of really um, the hardest thing to do is take a, is to take a personal inventory and be completely honest with yourself it's nice to get another viewpoint of someone you trust and someone that you can be vulnerable with that's why that connection is so important plus just the quality of life in general if you you know are making if you have someone that you can be vulnerable with and then someone that feels comfortable enough to be vulnerable with you it's, it's a much more enriching human experience. And it makes, it makes recovery worth it. It makes life worth it. And it doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner um, or, you know, there's really no rules on who that has to be. It can just be, if you're going through recovery, it can be a sponsor. It can be someone you've reached out to over social media that is, um, you know, that you're really resonating with their message. Um, as long as you have someone that you can relate to and feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable around. And then once you kind of break that seal, it becomes easier to do that with more people. And that kind of goes back to uh, once it's easy to do that, you know, obviously you can't be completely 100% vulnerable um, and open all the time. That would be exhausting. And a lot of that stuff would start to lose a lot, of, lose meaning. Um, but kind of goes back to uh, something I said a while ago about just kind of life in general. There's really no, um, at the end of the line, there's really no rewards for the people that hold the most back or are the toughest or handle something the most on their own. No, we're at the end of the, at the end of the day, we're all going to reach the end of the, li end of the line, and it's not going to matter um, if we did it on our own. It's actually, um, I don't know where I was going with that. It doesn't matter if um, you were a tough guy or a tough girl or a strong man or a strong woman and um, didn't get help from anybody. There's help there. There's people around you. And, you know, yes, some of it is on them to to reach out and be available. But a lot of it, no one is a mind reader. A lot of it's on you to reach out. 
um, find those people. And there will be some bumps and bruises along the way. You know, you'll uh, maybe trust somebody you shouldn't have or something like that. But you got to keep going. You got to keep trying. Oh, I'm running on like 20 minutes. I didn't. I thought it was going to be a lot faster than this. But anyway, that is um, that's basically it. Uh, I think it's it's very important that as part of if you are a person going through recovery, I think it, it's very important to reach out and connect to people on your same path, similar path. Be there for each other. It makes it makes the experience a lot easier, a lot lot easier to manage and it makes it a lot you know it makes it more worth it well worth it and that's a that's oh that's the point of this whole thing of this podcast is um as it's not as i'm not as comfortable you know going out there in the real world and i have friends and family that we have discussions now um but if i'm not as comfortable reaching out to make those connections or maybe excuses, time and energy and everything. Um, at the very least, I can do this. I can record an episode. I can express myself. And there have been people that have reached out to me, which I really appreciate. And this is hopefully like a catalyst for some people to make that connection. Um, because first you're watching or you're listening to somebody that is going is going through something that you can relate to and that's just kind of i know when i listen to when i listen to people speak about an experience that i can relate to i know it makes it raises my comfort level a little bit and um just that having that conversation allows me to gives me a little more courage to have that conversation with someone else or to reach out um so that's really it. So I appreciate you being here, listening, um, or watching. Listening or watching. For those of you listening, I just picked up the microphone I'm talking into. So I essentially picked you up and talked closer to your face. I appreciate it. And for those of you that have reached out to me already, I completely, really appreciate that. Um, feel free if there's any struggles that you're having going through the recovery process or it's just anything in general, um, yelling at birds on Facebook, yelling at words podcast on Facebook, uh, my Patreon page up, reach out, send me a message. Love to chat with you a little bit. Another part of this show, this, um, show that I would like to begin and I've been slow walking the preparation of that is I'd like to start having people on here with me, whether it's on video or just straight audio. I don't want to, you know, that's completely up to the person. You know, I'd like to just start having interviews with people and getting to know them on a very human level. And that would be, you know, questions would be known. I wouldn't want to surprise anybody or make anybody uncomfortable um, but I'd really like to get to some very human uh, human questions because I think that those are the ones that the the reason and the motivations for why we do certain things are something extremely relatable across the board 
no matter what the outcome or what the goals are. Uh, and I'd like to, you know, just start chatting with some people. So if for any reason you're interested in that, send me a message too. And we can kind of further discuss how that would be, how we would go about it. Um, otherwise, that's all I have for today. Have a fantastic week. Thank you for being here with me. Uh, that's all I got. All right. Stay cool, birds. Bye.